Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom, and welcome to Your Maryland. In the spring of 1654, the good ship Charity of London was plowing across the icy North Atlantic bound for Maryland when she began to take on water. Crewmen tried to caulk the leaks, but the weather got worse and her condition grew perilous. Desperately, the crew looked for the cause of their imminent sinking. Among the passengers was a woman named Mary Lee. She was probably young and poor, perhaps one of the convict women, given the choice of going to jail or to Maryland and a life of fevers and hard labor. Maybe she'd rejected a sailor's advances or insulted the crew. Whatever the reason, they now accused her of being a witch. The idea of witchcraft goes back to the beginnings of written history, and by the age of exploration it was still a common belief. Witches gained their powers from consorting with the devil and could cast a spell causing those they despised to become lame or waste away. In 1489, two papal inquisitors codified the effort to find and execute witches into a single book, Malaeus Maleficarum, or The Hammer of Witches. One of its ideas, thought it lightened at the time, was that the devil left his mark on witches, who were usually women. Convinced they had a witch aboard the Charity of London, the crew went to Captain John Bosworth and demanded that he examine Mary Lee. Bosworth refused. He wouldn't take that upon himself, he said, but he would put Mary ashore on Bermuda. As luck would have it, the wind suddenly turned, making that impossible. The crew now threatened to abandon ship if Mary were not examined. Bosworth tried to buy time. He told the crew that a trial would require that the masters of other ships be present, something the stormy weather would not permit. The crew then took matters into their own hands. Two of them seized Mary, and according to eyewitness accounts, searched her and found some signal or mark of a witch upon her. They called the ship's master and others to see the mark, and tied Mary to the capstan between the decks. In the morning, the mark had largely disappeared, and the crew demanded another search. Realizing she had no chance, Mary confessed. The crew demanded that she be hanged. Bosworth again refused and went to his cabin. Several of the crew followed and shouted that if he wouldn't give the order, they'd all do it themselves, everyone laying hands on her so no one person could be blamed. Bosworth slammed the cabin door in their faces. Shortly thereafter, the crew had its way, and on a leaking ship in a gale-tossed sea with all hands taking part, Mary Lee met her fate at the end of a rope. John Bosworth was not the only man of his time to be troubled by the idea of executing women for witchcraft. Many in Maryland shared his views, and as a result there were only a handful of witchcraft trials in the province. Certainly Maryland saw nothing like the panic that infected Salem, Massachusetts, where in just 14 terrible months in 1692 and 1693, more than 160 people were accused of witchcraft, and at least 25 were executed or died in jail. But Maryland was not completely free of witches. In 1685, Rebecca Fowler, a Calvert County planter's wife, was hanged for being led by the devil and practicing certain evil and diabolical arts called witchcrafts, enchantments, charms, and sorceries upon one Francis Sansbury and several others. Hannah Edwards barely escaped a similar fate the same year. In Talbot County, Virtue Vile was accused of rendering the tongue of Eleanor Moore speechless. Vile was acquitted, and one can't help but wonder if perhaps Eleanor Moore didn't deserve it. Sometimes witches turned the tables and sued the neighborhood gossips for slander. Often they won. All in all, early Marylanders seemed to agree with Joseph Addison, who wrote in The Spectator of London, I believe in general that there is and has been such a thing as witchcraft, but at the same time I can give no credit to any particular instance of it. He wrote that early in the 18th century. 
Today, of course, we know better. Jack Nicholson charmed the witches of Eastwick, and Wiccans practice their craft everywhere, we hope benevolently. So if a happy little witch knocks on your front door in the next few days, give her some candy, just to be on the safe side.